Hey, I'm Alex. Hey, I'm Colin. And we are the Fun Sons. In the Slam Dungeon. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Fun Sons in the Slam Dungeon. For this week, I know I said we were going to get Jazz Sturgis on this week, but that kind of fell through. But it's okay, we'll get him next week. But this week, we have Fixing God on the show, Nathan and Cam. This was a really fun episode. I enjoyed talking to these guys a lot. I'm pretty sure I can speak for Colin, too, that this was a really good episode to do. So anyways, let's get right down to it. But first, a word from our sponsor. Are you tired of using the same artificial bullshit from the supermarket on your skin and hair? Do you want something more natural and more brutal? Try Doom and Groom. They offer many different products ranging from tattoo care, beard care, and skin care. Their products come in a variety of scents including ritual, sacrifice, demise, possession, and more. And all of the ingredients used are all natural with nothing artificial used. Find out how Doom and Groom can make your tattoos and beards stand out and make you smell great when you go to doomandgroom.net and use our special promo code SLAMDUNGEON at checkout to get 10% off your order. Doom and Groom. Summon the motherfucking dude. Hey guys, Fun Sons in the Slime Dungeon. We're back for another week. And then what's happening after this week? I'm not sure what is happening after this week. Find out on the next exciting episode of Dretna. So, we, we got two beautiful gentlemen standing in front of us. Who are these guys? Yeah, um, who are you guys? Hi. <laughs> Hi, uh, we're fixing God. My name's Nate. I'm Cameron. Nice to meet you guys. Well, I mean, I've, we I've known here. you guys for a while, but pleased to meet you. What again. are you guys playing with that? Good to hang out. Drummer. I play guitar and sing. Oh yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Colin, um, I think you have the first question this week. Alrighty, how did fixing God start out? <laughs> you first. Okay. Um, so the band that I was in before fixing God was a jazz band. I was in a jazz combo, and then that kind of ran its course, and I wanted to do something else. And uh, I was in like metal bands when I was younger, and I saw like all my friends that were in cool metal bands, but they it was like there was issues. There was always issues with like personnel, and they couldn't get like set lists together or like book things. And so I had this plan that I was just gonna I was gonna write some songs. So I wrote nine songs just like in my bedroom. I put them on Craigslist. <clears throat> And I just like tried to find people to play the parts. Um, I went through like a whole bunch of auditions that were weird and lame. And uh, should tell about the guy with like the treehouse. Oh God! <laughs> Wait, <right>. What? <laughs> a guy in a treehouse. I had basically given up. I was had given up on the idea that this was ever going to be a live band. I was going to put like songs on Sound SoundCloud. But I went to one guy's house to audition. He seemed like legit. And, like we had like a back and forth like over. Uh, I don't know. It was Facebook Messenger or something, but it seemed fine. And then I drive like way the fuck out into the middle of nowhere, like out by Fort Collins, and there's like this ranch house. And I was like, okay, well, this guy's like young. He probably like lives with his parents or something. It's like a really nice house. And so I walk up to the really nice house. I was like, okay. And like, yeah, so I get the impression it's the dude's parents' house. Then we walk all the way through the house, like through the house into the backyard, like into this back farm thing with like a scary <laughs> barn and all the shit. I was like, he's brought me here to fucking murder me for sure. Oh. And we, we go, and he walks me up to a treehouse. Yeah. He walks me up to a treehouse, and then he's like, my drum set's up there. 
and he's like the ladder is kind of or the and there's this like set of stairs just laying on the ground. So he's then, like, how the fuck do you get your drums down for show or up? Yeah. Like, so, <laughs> so, so, so these stairs are broken. I'm just gonna climb. So he climbs up the ladder, and then I sit down. So I'm like down, like sitting on the ground next to this dude's treehouse in his parents' backyard, and I just hear just the craziest, most confused like drumming happening. Went on for like two and a half minutes, and he like climbed down. <laughs> that was his audition yeah what the fuck and he was like super happy about it and I was like right on man I'll let you know and I was just honestly happy I got out of there without being assaulted yeah, <laughs> that's amazing and so I'd given up and then like Nate messaged me and sent me some videos of you playing like drums in like a garage right yeah and I was like this guy at least like this guy knows what he's doing like this I was, is I was in a I was in a I was trying out a bunch of bands because I had just moved here from New Mexico still kind of figuring it out. So I was in another band when I made that video for you. Yeah, I didn't think I was going to get in either. I wasn't that, that good back then. But you got in? I got in. Yeah. We started hanging out. We went through like a couple of different guitar players. Um, and we started playing shows like in Denver. Yeah. And it's like when we started running into you guys. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's kind of it, you know. We had like two good years of playing shows pretty much whenever we wanted to. We thought we had a pretty good set list. Nate and I like really dug into the the songwriting like together after that. Like for a long time those songs that I wrote like in my bedroom in that place I was living in in Fort Collins, we used for kind of like the meat of our set list. Yeah. But then Nate and I started, you know, working and we like really written a lot of fucking material together at this point. Yeah. And so like and then we had all these plans, right? We had all these plans, like last, like two marches ago, whatever, like that. We were supposed to go on tour with some dudes or something. Yeah, we were gonna go uh, with these dudes in Albuquerque, Hornside. We we're gonna go do a little tour, tour with those guys. They're like a little slam band. But then the pandemic hit and it ruined everything. And so now we're just kind of like, right. we're just writing things <laughs> and just trying to like release as much stuff as we can. That's yeah. That's it. That's the story. Yeah, so that's yeah. the story. <laughs> so right. what does Good the, night. What <laughs> does the name "Fixing God" mean? Yeah, uh, I can't answer this. Like, we get asked that a lot. It's just supposed to be like, um, like a reevaluation kind of of whatever is most important to you. It's supposed to be like a, like a really logical approach to like the things that you hold sacred or whatever. So You're like, your own God, basically. Sure, sure. Doesn't and so like the word fixing God or like the stuff that we write music about isn't necessarily like it's not pro-religion or anti-religion. It's not like a prescription for any kind of way to live. It's just that you should like live. You should do whatever you're doing. Like whatever is most important to you, you should do that, and you should like constantly be like funneling the most potent juice like into that rocket ship or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's a good answer. And uh, you guys just dropped a great new track, uh, Tell Us About It. Yeah. That was you know, a spur of the moment we, decision. We, we, we helped uh, you guys promote it, you yeah. know? Thank you, by the way. Yeah. Thanks, oh, for sure. Sure. Thanks, guys. Like, yeah, no, we, we had been sitting on that one for a little while. We had just finished most of it. And he was going to track the vocals this week. And then we all called us. So we were like, fuck it. Let's just, just do it now. Yeah. <laughs> so we finished mixing it and mastering it and put it on the video. It'll be on Spotify later. <laughs> it's up on YouTube. Go check it out. So, you guys have more members. Like, where are they right now? Like, why aren't they? Gerald and Trevor. Yeah, no, those guys. 
those those dudes are like super tight with us we're all super tight with each other and everything um it's just like i mean kind of like what we were talking about it's um, oh, what were we talking about like the now it's a time where we're in this like post-pandemic thing where we don't even know if live music will ever really work again or if it does work what it's going to look like and so Nate and I have always kind of been like the songwriting center like we're not turning away the idea that live music would ever exist again it's just that the music you're just uncertain of like where it's going to go from here the, the music we're making the music we've made recently and the music we're making right now just doesn't really just doesn't feature Gerald and Trevor mm-hmm. um, but no we love those guys let me, let me go check on my dog for one second. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Go for it. But but that's that's the thing. We're still like we love those guys. I mean, they were super instrumental in getting us like that. And you were you were telling me um, it's more like Nine Inch Nails kind of kind of like the Nine yeah. Inch Nails recipe. Yeah, yeah. have to be the Atticus Ross. And so situation. with that Nine Inch Nails recipe kind of thing, would you say that kind of inspired the direction that it's going? Yes. Or? <laughs> I mean, I fucking love. He's Nine talked Inch about it so much. Like he loves Trent Reznor. It's like one of his. He's guys. a genius. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we've definitely mentioned the Trent Reznor Atticus Ross situation where they have a full band when they need it and they can strip down a set to any size. You know, like they can play Red Rocks with a full band and a fucking orchestra, and then do an after party with a deck. You know, like yeah. So that's kind of what we've been talking about and why we've been doing more music that doesn't, you know. It's not just like wall-to-wall guitar, bass, drums, vocals. We're trying to like do other things. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah, that's kind of where we're at. <laughs> and um, what are your guys' musical inspirations like other than probably Nine Inch Nails? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a big question. Um, I really like cinematic music, like uh, video games. I like Danny Elfman's music. So you're you're talking more like soundtracks, kind of? Yeah. Or? Yeah. Yeah. movie soundtracks I mean like in terms of metal I'm listening like right now like I think Brand of Sacrifice is the fucking like they're just dominating everyone mm-hmm. um, I love their vocalist I love like the their approach to like guitar method and stuff like that in terms of metal I think Brand of Sacrifice is like I feel like Humanity's Last Breath is doing great shit for the guitar world you know I yeah. just love his guitar mm-hmm. it's so brutal yeah so nasty it just comes out of nowhere too the dude from Humanity's Last Breath is a fucking drummer. I don't know if you guys know that. He's a drummer for Vilkyarta. Hmm. Uh, Buster... The guitarist? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, the... Know that yeah, the principal guitar player for Humanity's Last Breath is the drummer for Vilkyarta. And he plays the guitar all fucked up. He <laughs> plays it... He plays a right-handed guitar upside down and So backwards. left-handed? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But actually upside down, right? Like but actually upside, upside down where the lowest strings are on the bottom. And then all that weird shit that you hear, like in Humanity's Last Breath, he's got a whammy pedal that he has MIDI code, like turning the whammy pedal on and putting it in different positions. All those different sounds are like automated on his laptop. He's like a genius. He's a true innovator. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. he's doing like such crazy shit. So yeah, Humanity's Last Breath fucking murders. That's pretty badass. That's for your musical inspirations. Wow. I mean, I like. Everything from Disentune to Hatsune Miku, you know? Oh, like, fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck I like, yeah. I like Talk a about a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of like the furthest apart things that I actually listen to. And right, right. Um, but yeah, I listen to a lot of trap, hip-hop, a lot of metal, of course. A lot um, of anime music. Anime music. Fuck yeah, dude. A lot of 
we've been listening to a ton of like rhythm and house and deep bass music because okay. it's fun for like yeah. you know writing songs and it's like a mixing challenge mixing and mastering so. yeah. um what genre would you best describe fixing God? God. <laughs> we make just the worst jokes about this all the time. I don't fucking know, man. Yeah, we still haven't figured it out. If you got any ideas, I'll take them. Um, <laughs> like, I think at our core, like... Mostly death metal. Metal stuff. The yeah. core, mostly metal. At the core. And then so I mean, like, else. I, I listen to <laughs> the new song, and, like, there's, like, there's metal. There's kind of, like, death core. Like, you can even, like, hear a little bit of slam in there, you know? Yeah. Um, and Thanks. then, like, the thing that kind of, like, <laughs> threw me off is, like, I was listening in my car um, on the way home from work. I was like, fuck it, I'll just throw this on. And, like, the thing that threw me off um, was, like, you hear, like, the bass. Like, when the guitars and the drums and your vocals come on, I'm like, okay, I've never heard that before. That's that's new. Like, um, yeah, I mean... I think that new track is really good. It, it's got everything, really. You know? Thank you. Yeah. That one's like yeah. a that's like a great example of like us just like taking our influences and like creating something. Because you wanted to, we've been listening to a lot of music that has samples and yeah. like heavy bass and a lot of subs. So he went out and found made the biggest sub he could, and he and then we like resampled. Uh, what was that song? Oh yeah, uh, build, a build a bitch by Melody. Build a bitch. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's that's, that's the La 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 thing at the beginning. Yeah. And then, and we did the same thing where we were like, okay, well, let's just write a song for how good it is and not worry about like. Originally, that was just supposed to be a, like a troll to Bella Porch fans. I'm pretty sure. Like I posted it on my personal TikTok, like just like a much shorter, much more abridged version of it. And then like Nate's like, we turn this into a fixing God song, but it's like. Yeah, I think it was originally just supposed to be like a heavy bass. And like, there's not really much of any guitar or vocals until the second It's pretty half. sparse. And it's funny, because like, I heard the new song, and then like, I went back, and I listened to King Worm. Yeah. There's just a drastic change in sound, you know? I'm not saying like, the newer sound you guys got going on now was bad, I mean, it's different it's great yeah it's good but like i can from king worm like that's probably one of the first songs you guys ever came out with mm-hmm. up till the newer song what was the name of the song again tell tell our listeners oh when you die in a dream okay make sure to go check out when you die in your dream um but it's just an interesting evolution that you guys have been and I like it. COVID fucked us up, man. <laughs> the, the whole you know? thing before was like that we 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 want to do shows. We intentionally so sat and wrote songs that are gonna like generate a feeling live. It's mm-hmm. like you know what you know, and so like breakdowns and like certain tempos and certain types of guitar riffs were like these are the building blocks to like get people to move around. Yeah. But then they took that away from us and so now we feel like we have to do something so now it's like people are going to enjoy our music like on their phone or in their car or like on youtube or something like that we're like okay well that approach doesn't really work anymore or something mm-hmm. I don't know. so that that's why it, that's why it sounds different now it's like we still want to like reach people but i still want to be heavy 
but like our, <laughs> our old the old tools of doing it seem like they've taken away from us that makes sense so then would you would you guys be willing to play those newer songs live or? oh fuck yeah oh hell yeah oh fuck yeah and then how, would, how would you approach that since there's Turn, like samples turntable in a parking lot yeah. <laughs> oh, that sounds like what the fuck is up, Denny's? <laughs> no, I mean it could be done. Like it could be done. Like the with automation and like linking a laptop to several different MIDI devices. Just like that, you know, if we had a way, like if we had a need, or if we if people wanted us to play those songs live, and it's like, okay, well, this is the song we're gonna play. We're gonna play that when you die in a dream song. It's like we would need more than me and Nate to do it. So then we would basically just like assign roles. Like maybe it wouldn't be like a bass player role, but you'd have to learn how to play that synth bass thing that I programmed. Yeah. And, both, and you just play it on a keyboard. And both Gerald and Trevor are both great musicians. They're both multi instrumentalists. So. Like they would do fine with whatever kind of task we had for them. Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah. And um, what is your guys' favorite show that you played? Arcspire. Opening for Arcspire. Arcspire. Was 100%. that at. Um, the Roxy. The Roxy. That yeah. was. Um, Arc Spy. Tech Truck. Yeah. Um, Inferi. Uh, Verbum. Verbum. And then something like, something about Giants, maybe? Uh, Ancient Colossal. Ancient also Colossal, that was it. Um, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening in, you'll have to excuse the dogs. We got knocked yeah. loose playing in the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got knocked loose playing. Sorry about my dog. We just took a quick little break, so Cam here can go check out on the dogs. Thanks, so good, man. I mean, you know. Thank you. Um, so, kind of going back off of what he just asked, Arc Spire being your favorite show. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. Is there any other shows that come to mind? The Christmas shows are always fun. At the, the, uh, the Marquee, right? Yeah, we did one at the Marquee. We did one at Seven Circle. We did them both with It's Always Sunny. Oh, I was at that one of the marquee. That was a mm-hmm. lot of yeah, fun, too. I think so I was doing fun. merch for Soul Forensics that night. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. Uh, we opened for Filth once. Oh, yeah, shit. That was sick. That Filth was cool. and Victims. That was a lot of fun. Victims is great live. Yeah, they're so nice, too. Yeah. Amazing people. They never fucking, like, sleep. Yeah, I believe that. Because, like, <laughs> every time I turn around, they're, like, always going on tour. Yeah. They are out there. Yeah, they're fucking nuts. They are super good live. Very yeah. hardworking musicians. Filth and victims both. So, have you guys done any touring at all? Nope. Nope. No? No, sir. (laughs) We were going going to... (laughs) Super close. At the uh, end of 2020. And then COVID happened. Yeah. 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 So then, since you guys haven't gotten any tours, um, what's some bands you would do anything to tour with? Meshuggah. Meshuggah? Okay. Good choice. Code Orange. Code Orange would be fun. Nine Inch Nails. Slipknot. Okay. The Wiggles. The Wiggles. Those are kind of like lofty goals. What are like some realistic goals? Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, like realistic goals? I don't know. It would be fun to actually like. What's that band uh, with the pyramid? Uh, Jingle. Jingle. That band mm, fucking is. Have awesome. you heard of those guys? They're just like, they're from like part of the bands from here. Yeah. Yeah, like Grant. Grant, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. If we could somehow get under their flag for a tour, that'd be fucking sick. That's super too. Yeah, he's cool. We've been talking back and forth a little bit, actually. Oh, yeah. That band's sick. Yeah. Them and then. I just yeah. like their style. I think it fits with us. 
Yeah, super crazy, more slimy, gritty, yeah. but still grimy. And got some industrial, some bass. It's got good uh, like electronic elements to it. Yeah, I like them a lot. Oh yeah. And um, what what inspires you outside of music that you put into your music? Outside of music, that inspires my music. I like art. I, mean, I like art and stuff. Video games. Like so, I like constantly listen to the Doom the soundtrack. The and fucking like, Doom. Be like, make Gordon, you motherfucker! Yeah, yeah. I'm coming for you. Yeah, that shit is awesome. <laughs> oh, such a great soundtrack. I just love. Yeah, I just love that. I shit. actually have that soundtrack on point. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great fucking soundtrack. Or like, there's this guy. Uh, it's like I discovered recently named Jeff plays guitar, and he just does like covers of video game music, and it's fucking slaps. Sounds just like Jeff plays clearly guitar. likes Mick Gordon. Like he's yeah. clearly a fan. It's obvious. Well, check him out too. So cool. then you said you put art into your music. Like art inspires you, and you put that inspiration into your music. Like talk about a little bit about that. Like imagery and stuff, or like stuff from like film and stuff. You know, just like scary stuff, or like uh, there's a lot of samples from movies. Yeah, I've so that. so I guess movie <laughs> I guess movies uh, should be in this list. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was talking. I thought you meant like art as in like paintings and stuff. I mean, I do like that too. I guess that that doesn't, I mean, it doesn't really make it so much into the music. Maybe some of the lyrics and stuff like that, some of the lyrical themes, stuff about like tragedy or whatever who's like the, that, you know. Who's the fucking Clay on his face guy? Oh, Clay on his face guy. Um, Fuck, what's that guy's name? It's killing me. Ah, uh, he was, it was in the, uh, shit. <laughs> he was in like a disentune video, right? Or was no, it? No, it was... That's another hideous divinity. Hideous divinity. Okay. Uh, yeah. What's that guy's name? He's like a he's a visual artist, but he just sits there and like throws like plaster on his face and like all this straw and everything. It's really fucking creepy. I wish I, I he was in <laughs> he was in a documentary called Samsara, which was all about like visual art. But he himself is like a his own artistic entity, but I can't think of his name. That shit is fucking cool. And the music that gets played behind that stuff is creepy as hell. Yeah. It's gets it's music that gets played on just like you know, uh, pulling like wire across like a piece of rod and like sampling it, doing all this weird shit. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that sounds cool. Like uh, gritty, like bad horror movie kind of stuff and everything. Mm-hmm. God, I wish I could remember his fucking name. I'll yeah. think of it. He was awesome. He was cool. Well, you know what? <laughs> you know what? Super informative. We have the technology to find out. Yeah, what? We, can, <laughs> we should probably literally search clay on your face guy. Yeah, clay on your face guy. Let's yeah, fucking do it. Yeah, guaranteed. Col- Colin's got it pulled up. Uh, <laughs> Colin, you're on it, man. He's on it. Fucking. Oh, I'm not going to hear it. Oh, shit. Clay on his face guy. Clay on his face guy. I put on board face for some reason. <laughs> Gore face. That sounds like a fucking. Is this the guy? Like yes. Title of your sex tape. Right there. Do an image search. Do an image yeah, search. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, gore uh, face. That sounds like a slam bam name. Love love masks. Hmm. Let's put horror. Can you do like a reverse Google image search? That's Oh, shit. And then, like, and then I stopped one. Go back one more. <laughs> that guy. That's always kind of the suit and shit. 
Just as him putting a plaster on his face and everything like that. But does it show his name, though? It's Oliver DeSagazon. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Oliver DeSagazon? DeSagazon. Yeah, DeSagazon. Hey, what's your name? DeSagazon. <laughs> that's interesting <laughs> stuff. That's... That's kind of cool. Yeah, go look his video. Like, do that. Just search his name on YouTube sometime. It is creepy <laughs> as fuck. Yeah. So, yeah. He's cool. Art. That kind of stuff. Yeah. That is cool. Fewer dream shit. Well, we, yeah. we were able to do that in the middle of the podcast. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, there's a lot of fans in this music scene. A lot. So many. Who would you look up to as inspiration? Or, in the music scene. Or favorites. Yeah, or, or favorite bands in the scene. I really like Poolside. Yeah. Poolside and Flamingo. Yeah, those guys are badass. Those guys fuck, fuck it up. They always put on a crazy ass show. And like their music videos are like funny as shit too. Because yeah. like I remember uh, they came out with a, a music video, I think it was like in 2019. Uh, we, um, it was on the Slammies, um, that reward episode we did for that one year. You didn't do it. Yeah, I didn't do it. Um, yeah, the, the music video appeared on it, and like they're all like in tuxedos and like. Oh yeah, the prom video. <laughs> yeah, the prom yeah. video. That's it. That's it. Great video. Um, but yeah, poolside. Poolside. Um, it's always sunny in Tijuana. Those get. Those guys those, are great live every those, time. Those they guys sound are always great every you know, time. They're We've awesome. actually. I've actually had them on the podcast. I remember seeing them at a Christmas, uh, the Christmas ah. show with the pattern vocalists had the Wu-Tang sweater on. Yeah. I was like, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, they're Man. great guys. They put on a really good show, too. They do. Yeah, those bands have always been cool. Those we were, we really, I really like the butchering, man. Like, yeah. I Rest in peace, Michael. Yeah, man, they were what's a fucking good, great bitch. band. Like, yeah, what's good, bitch? We looked up to them for sure. Yeah, they were like the first band that like was cool to us when yeah. we first started playing. Like we played our like second show with them. Yep. Shit. And like we played with Soul Francis like our fourth show. Yeah. So those guys are pretty cool. Soul Francis is boys. Shit, I've known Ryan for since high school. Those guys have really done well too. Like, yeah. Holy shit. De- yeah. Uh, one of the Devons is in like Crown Magnet yeah. right now or some yeah. shit. Like holy fucking shit. I saw him at. Uh, Perfect for him too. Yeah. Yeah. I right. saw him at a, a show. Um, I think it was a toll. When we saw him at, or was it um, when uh, Control the Mice played? <clears throat> I think either one of those. Yeah. There's a lot of people in Control the Yeah, because like I. I ran into Devin and I was like, dude, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, that, those, some of those songs were hard as shit to play. We gotta get those guys on there. Yeah, those guys are badass. Yeah, those guys are fun. Fucking Soul Friends is fucking Dakota, Ryan, mm-hmm. uh, Fletcher, Devin. you fucking hearing this, we gotta do an episode, man. I mean, come on. Those guys are always cool to us. Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of surprised they haven't been on here yet. Yeah. Like, they're like probably one of the most highly requested guests on this podcast. I believe that. Yeah. Same with the. Uh, it was the freaking. Yeah, that was a fun one. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was a fun one. Except we recorded the sketchy ass place. <laughs> um, Maris the Great has been another one that you know people want us to get on the show. You yeah. Know? And then Soul Forensis. So. I was just gonna ask you guys, what's like the what's the worst 
What's like the craziest or like most bizarre interview story that you guys have? Oh, had? so you're asking us the questions? <laughs> I thought that would be okay. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, get the fuck out of my house. Wait, this isn't my house. Um. Well, you haven't been on the podcast for a while. I haven't been on it for long, but I've been having fun. Um. I had a blast in the refractory, guys. That's been my favorite one so far. Yeah, long. yeah. That was a lot of fun. Uh, the sketchiest place we've recorded. <laughs> Um, number one, I'd have to say nephrectomy's practice space. <laughs> um, um, I, I interviewed Pram Magnetar in my fucking car. Okay. So, um. Word. And then with the toll, we, um, me and Colin, that was your first episode. Yeah, we did that in the hood of their van. Yeah, we did that in the hood of their fucking tour van, and like, that turned out great. Yeah, that turned out pretty good. Okay. Um, a lot of good things happen see? on the vehicles. See? Yeah. See, this, is the, this is the kind of guests we like on the show. We may ask us the question. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, this, this is fucking great. It, it makes me think about like the history of this shit. Um, right, maybe you should like hand people a script. We should be like, now you ask these questions to me. <laughs> <laughs> this is my show, motherfucker. <laughs> um, I've recorded, um, recorded an episode with uh, Cranium. Yeah, um, shit. I did that in like an old beat up van. <laughs> it, it's I don't think I've ever told this I've ever said this on the podcast, but if I did, I'm sorry, but if I didn't, here we go. Um, My body's ready. <laughs> um, Buttered up. <laughs> gross. Um, I met up with uh, Jack, their new vocalist. Super nice guy. Fucking. Huge motherfucker plays basketball. Um, just just a wall of fucking, you know. Man. Yeah, a wall of man. <laughs> um, I met up with him and I'm just like, hey man, you know, doing this episode, you know. It's like, oh, you're that guy. Okay, cool. Uh, let me let me go wake up Matt's, you know. And it's like, okay, cool. So you know, I'm just waiting outside, you know. And then Jack comes up, he's like, yeah, he's waking up right now. And then um, we're just hanging out, like just talking and shit. And then. Um, here comes fucking Matt. Looks like he woke up from fucking cryostasis. It's like, oh, hey, how's it going, buddy? You know, and it's a thick Norwegian accent. And uh, yeah, we just went into their little van and we just recorded an episode. And like, I fucked up the sound on that episode, and I'm really sorry, guys, that that episode is so fucked up. But, like, um, I had the microphone sensitivity, like way too high and I didn't even realize it until like you know I was editing it was it just in the red the whole time yeah and I didn't even notice and I think it was just because like oh my god I'm I'm interviewing Cranium you know right um yeah that was a great episode except you know the sound and like when Cage was on the um the podcast like I even called him I'm like um Cage um something's wrong with this can you come look at it so he comes over and he's like, all right, well, this is the best I can do. So, <laughs> Didn't have, like, RTD, like, bus. Yeah, there, there's the, it was at the Roxy. And, like, um, <laughs> you so you the light just, rail going on. Yeah, you can hear the light rail going on, and it's just like, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Passengers unloading. Please watch your step. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. And you just heard, like, the motor just... <laughs> Right? Uh, yeah, that 
shit happens. Yeah. Um, um, sorry hey, that happened to you, but it was a great story. Yeah. <laughs> Jack gave me a shout out on stage. Too. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys were at that show, but like, um, that was probably one of like my proudest moments on the podcast too. Was like, um, Cranium was playing and like, it's fucking Cranium. Like they're never over here. Like, like let's fucking yeah. go, you know. And then like, so we did the uh, we did the episode like. Or I did the episode because Cage couldn't make it um, before their show, like before everybody played. And um, Cranium came on; they played a few songs. And uh, Jack was like, "Hey, where's Alex with that podcast we just did?" I'm like, <laughs> "You know?" And uh, he's like, "This song goes out to you and your podcast, man. This song is called Midget Fucker." Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, he starts <laughs> he starts saying like um, the opening like sample. Retards and you know stuff like that. I'm like, oh my nice. god, this is actually happening right now. <laughs> That's fucking Holy cool. shit, I can die right now and I'd be the happiest man alive. So that was such a good, that was such a good show. Shout out to fucking Cranium That's man. Like, if you guys are still listening in, just I love you guys. Just, just. I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> No! No! <laughs> Colin. <laughs> we're, we're not doing another ASMR episode ever. Oh, you did yeah. one? <laughs> you did two. I'll have to listen yeah, to I did one with Kate and I did one with Colin. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Like it. Yeah. We were playing a bop it for a solid five minutes on the second one. <laughs> we played it like super close to the mic too. Yeah. <laughs> like how I look at like a really nice deli sandwich, you know? <laughs> That's how you're just looking at his eyes. Oh, you're gonna get it. <laughs> it's a been a bad club. The what? Been a bad club. <laughs> been a nasty club. You're gonna get it. <laughs> Extra mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> Extra fucking mayonnaise. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Um, Thank you for having us on. Yeah, yeah thanks dude. for being on the Thank you. show. Yeah, go check out, go check out their new song. Fucking, it just dropped. Yeah, Friday. You know, any new plan or any plans you guys have for the future? Yeah, what, what are you guys doing for the future? Like, you guys just dropped the song. What are you guys gonna do now? Once we like get over like this like transitional phase, because he's moved here from Fort Collins. Um, once our like lives settle down a little bit, it'll just be trying to release content as much as possible. What about playing shows? We're gonna try and get like I want like a catalog before we start going back to shows. Okay. So I'm trying. I'd really like to like, you know, like fucking Ghostman. Like that motherfucker's released like a whole ass album, and then a uh, like a whole ass hardcore album this year. Like that's yeah. what we have to compete with now. So yeah. like, we're trying to get like our shit together on that end before we, we start. Yeah. We don't just have like a pipeline for just churning out music <laughs> where it's like we actually have a pretty good system to where we can like write a song in a day and then have it and then we spend another day mixing and mastering it and then we have another day where we film a video. And so like we just want to keep on like tightening up that process to where we can just churn stuff out, right? So we can keep up, you know. Yeah. 
And then if there, if people like, if enough people caught on to where they like really wanted us to play shows again, then yeah, like, like well, we want you guys to play shows. I would like love fucking, to, uh, like Shadow like, of Intent, like they were just like an internet band forever, and then they did a show and sold out a fucking Roxy size theater, you know, like. Yeah, they sold out immediately. They were like, we'll probably come back when the demand is higher. <laughs> we're, we're, we've always been terrible, just terrible at like the social media side of things and like marketing ourselves and having like like looking at the band as like a business and doing like a good job with the merch and everything. We've been horrible at that shit for like years. four years. <laughs> and, so, and so we thought since the world kind of did this to us, we'd take this opportunity to like really drill down into those things and like be good at it. And then once some of that shit was automatic, then yeah, we'd start looking at playing live again. So. Who knows? Oh yeah. That is the answer. I'm not really sure. We don't know. <laughs> expect more, more new songs, right? Yeah, more, yeah. More new definitely music. more new music. Yeah. Definitely more music. Watch their social media. You guys gonna fucking drop an album, maybe? We've funny story. Yeah, we have like a album. We we should play ready. shit for you guys. But during the pandemic, like we 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 <laughs> we'll play it for you after the podcast. We put everything together of like all the songs that I had written personally and the stuff that he and I had written together and like all the sketches and everything, and we came up with. Ten albums worth. Holy shit! Well, ten. They'd be like small EPs. They're all like four or five songs, um, and like half of those songs are like halfway to seventy-five percent done, and then the other half are like just sounds that we'll use at some point. Like light sketches of material, but they all had like names and like vibes and like like in albums and stuff like that. Like we'll show you. We'll show you this shit. I'll show you what my fucking computer looks like. He's got like like the most unorganized fucking desktop ever. It's like (laughs) fucking cracking code. You like have to go through a million folders to find anything. It's we didn't know how much we fucking had. We didn't even know organized. So it's mostly mostly like, you know, stuff that you'd want to work on, like stuff like you'd want to add to future songs. Um Bukaki. Um Yeah. Basically. yeah. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. We we like are really good at starting things. <laughs> we have like all this great like framework and stuff, but yeah, we're trying to follow through with more of that, like actually getting to like the mixing and mastering phase and putting a video on it. So like singles make more sense to us, like right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah, and it gives us a chance to practice our social media game, mm-hmm. where like if you release an album, you know you release sixty minutes of music and you'll promote it one time. Or if we do it as singles, like. So I guess basically, like, this stuff is imagined as, like, albums. Like, if you go to, like, our Apple Music right now, mm-hmm. there's, like, however many songs. Like, that stuff was, at one point in time, an album called Electric Swamp that we never released as that collection. Mm-hmm. But it's, those songs were part of that collection, but they were just all released as singles. Okay. So. So just look forward to new singles, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm yeah. excited to hear what you guys got coming out. Mm-hmm. Well, again, thank you guys so much for being on the podcast. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you. Thanks for having us. And um, yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Fixing God out. Fixing God out. And that's a wrap on this week's episode. Tune in next week where, you guessed it, Jazz Sturgis is coming to the show finally. Yeah, he had some stuff come up, so I mean, it's no big deal. We'll we'll get him next week, guys. Anyways, thank you so much for your support, guys. It really means a lot. I know I I say this every episode, but it just means the world that you guys are listening in and actually enjoying this podcast. So, again, thank you guys so much. And as always, we'll see you next time.